Well, welcome to the Get Fit with Jodell podcast. I am, as usual, Jodell, and maybe you've embarked on a journey of reverse dieting and getting your body back from years of metabolic damage and chronic dieting and yo-yo dieting, and you've improved your nutrition, your life, but the only thing left that hasn't really improved is your body. Maybe you don't have those aesthetics you're looking for. So can we really have good health and a fit, toned, trim body too? You betcha. And my next guest is going to tell you how. Today, it's all about getting your aesthetics to match your pro-metabolic health and your healthy habits. So I've invited Cheryl Frost on. She's someone who many of you in the bodybuilding world may be familiar with or the pro-metabolic world. But this woman is 52 years old, but you would never think it to look at her. And she has the experience and has done and seen it all and knows what works. She's been a police officer, a social worker for 15 years in child protection. She's been an athlete, an adventure racer, a pole vaulter. And most of all, she's been a personal trainer most of her life. She spent an era coaching competition athletes, bodybuilders, fitness models, And she herself has competed in 15 international competitions, world championships, and one Miss Universe and obtained pro figure card in two divisions and as well as even international judging and running seminars. I'm telling you, this woman's done it all. So (laughs) after a decade of low carb, high stress and suppressing her metabolism and her hormones, which many of us can relate to, she's discovered, she had discovered the work of Dr. Pete, Dr. Ray Pete, who we all love. And in her words, it totally liberated her and transformed her life, her health, her energy, her mood, and her body. She actually won the universe title eating ice cream. This is amazing. And potatoes and doing zero cardio uh, uh, that was way different than what she used to do in the old mentality. So her passion is helping and coaching people to achieve their health, their mindset, and even their aesthetic goals. And so I had to have her on because... Many women, many of those listening and many of my clients who have come into like finding so much improvement in their health by eating more of a pro-metabolic way, they feel amazing, but they're not seeing the body that they're looking for. And so I consider Cheryl the best person for the job when it comes to dialing in aesthetics, Mm. fat loss, and hormones on a pro-metabolic lifestyle. So Cheryl, with all that said... What a pleasure to get to speak to you I'm and blushing. welcome. <laughs> Good morning. Hello, Jodell. It's absolutely a pleasure to be here. I've been a huge fan of your work and have loved all your podcasts for years and all the incredible guests that you've had on. So um, really privileged and honored to be here today. So thank you. Oh, absolutely. One of the things that I've heard you say that I wanted to start today's podcast with is that you said you don't have to take extreme measures to achieve extreme results. And I love that because that's what a lot of people in the aesthetic world do. They think they have to restrict, restrict, restrict and calorie diet and cardio to no end and just beat their body into the ground, which many of us, myself included, have done in the past. Mm, But you're saying now we don't have to do that and you can still achieve a body of your dreams. So talk to me about that. Well, it all comes back to those magic words, metabolism. Um, and I guess coming from from my history, as you said, I'd spent probably decades dieting to get myself into great shape to step onto stage. And the way the fitness industry, we traditionally have done that is with by cutting carbs, low carbs, low calories, tons of exercise, all which completely runs your body into your ground and suppresses metabolism. 
So instead, the magic words metabolism, when we look after our metabolism and we focus on our health and our energy and our well-being, the ultimate goal is to support fat loss, not force fat loss. So the traditional fitness way industry of doing it is to uh, force fat loss, which increases cortisol and stress hormones as a way of losing weight. Mm -hmm. Instead of focusing on balance and um and we supporting our bodies and supporting our bodies, natural production of energy and letting our own body do the work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it's about yeah supporting fat loss, not forcing fat loss. Oh, I love that. Now, I'm sure your walk as a fitness competitor early on is much different than it is now. And I love the part that you won Miss Universe on ice cream. Mm-hmm. So what did that <laughs> look like? What What was so different in your past that you were doing to achieve results versus now? Okay. Uh, so I'll, t- I'll talk a little bit about my lead up to yeah. the change to probenabolic nutrition and my and, and my 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 comp history with that. Yeah, yeah. So for for most of my life, being a, a comp athlete, it's about getting your body in really extremely low fat um, and, and holding onto muscle and and, and top condition. Mm-hmm. So the way traditionally would always do that is by by excess cardio, sometimes up to two hours a day of cardio, mm-hmm. um, really low calories. So I did that for years. Uh, but after a while of low carb, low calorie, high stress, my metabolism started to become suppressed. Mm-hmm. My hormones became out of balance. I, be, uh, I was having trouble sleeping. I was getting moody. I was getting irritable. I think I was even getting a little bit depressed and miserable. It was becoming really, really hard. And it came to a point where nearly nothing I did, I could actually budge budge body fat. Mm. This was the year I was about to embark on my biggest competition year. Um, And I had a a pro card that was the possibility of getting, which is a really big deal in the um, competition world, um, but nothing was working. So my metabolism really had just gone, whoa, where cortisol was high, estrogen was high, thyroid was low, um, nothing was working. So it was in this desperate attempt of going, there has to be a better way. What's going on with my body? How do I get out of this? That I started doing um, copious amounts of research and discovered the work of Dr. Ray P. Mm -hmm. Now, initially, I actually thought this can't be true. This is rubbish. You can't really get get lean eating sugars and carbs and um and relaxing and reducing your stress, surely. But I was at such a low point that I needed to give something different a try. Mm-hmm. When I embarked on on the change, I think nearly every coach or every fitness expert were just shaking their heads, saying, "What are you doing, woman?" Um, but I took a while. I took a while. I took I took probably nearly six months to a year, and I didn't just change my nutrition. I looked at changing all of the factors that could influence stress. That I looked at my lifestyle factors, my sleep, access to sunlight. I um, I paid much more attention to listening to my body. Previously, I wouldn't listen to it. If I was exhausted, I would still train and get up. If I was tired, I would still keep keep on going. If I was sore and hurting. That's great. It means discipline. So instead, I decided I was going to listen to my body and I took a totally intuitive approach and I began slowly increasing and adding more food. Mm -hmm. And the most remarkable thing happened. I actually started to get lean without trying. So I did, it in a, I did it in a slow approach, but I started increasing carbohydrates, particularly simple sugars, natural mm-hmm. simple sugars. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we know through the repeat approach is that 
your simple sugars are actually the fuel that fuels your thyroid um, hormone conversion and thyroid functionings. So my thyroid started functioning, obviously, a lot more healthier. And along with that, my metabolism increased. So then I was able to add more food because my metabolism was increasing. And then I started to decrease the amount of cardio I was doing. And I was just going, this can't be true. Is this really happening? I would not have believed it unless I have lived through it and experienced it myself. So I took things slowly. So uh, as I was leading up to the um, the universe show, uh, each week I increased food um, and, cre- and decreased cardio, and only focused on on weight training, and even possibly weight trained a little a little bit less and a lot more intuitively. And so that was the first year where I experienced the liberating, energizing, wonderful benefits of um, of balance of a body in balance and what a body in balance can can actually achieve. The benefits of a body in balance is that I had more energy because I was sleeping better. I was waking up and I was able to, and wasn't doing as much cardio. Right. So I was able to weight train with more intensity. So I was actually having more carbs, more intensity to my weight training. So I was able to get a lot better results from my weight training as well. Um, my skin was fresher, my moods were greater, I was feeling more motivated, I had greater focus. So everything just snowboarded into this beautiful um, place of, uh, of everything falling together of a life in balance. And so one of the things I often say is that it actually doesn't have to be hard when you're in tune with your body. Right. It's when we get out of tune with our body that things, bec- that things become hard. And I think a lot of our work these days is actually helping people to step back in line with balance and their body and nature and the world around them and perhaps how our lives um, are meant meant to be lived. And I think we've gotten a little bit of out of balance along the way. Oh, I love that. No, I'm thinking I'm kind of like putting myself in your shoes as you're going through all this. I can only imagine how hungry you were because in the bodybuilding scene, when we were like restrict, 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 we were starving all the time. So when you got to eat more food, it probably was like that was liberating because you're like, oh my gosh, I get to eat these foods I love and I'm getting leaner. And so that had to be cool. And then also the aspect of watching yourself increase calories, but watching your body decrease. And I see it so much with clients, but at the same time, there's this fear that's been programmed into us to go, this isn't going to work. So did you have moments of that where you were like, I don't know if I can trust this. Is this really going to work? Were you afraid at all? Great, great question. Um, I think it was about totally relearning everything I thought was true. Okay. We're told to to eat less, cut mm-hmm. carbs, exercise right. more, push when it hurts, be disciplined, mm-hmm. show up even if you're t- if you're tired. Mm-hmm. And so it was completely relearning relearning all of that to say actually the priority is taking care of myself and listening to what my body needs um and this is not a textbook approach because my physiology and my biology is is unique and i'm going to listen to that and i think that's a really important message for everybody is actually being in tune to our rhythms and the Mm -hmm. rhythms of the world around us and the rhythms of our body Mm -hmm. and when we work with our bodies we actually get we actually get far better results Mm-hmm. The the results were actually for myself were quite quite mind blow, blowing um, as I would previously often get my calories down to some I, I cringe when I think about it often possibly even like a thousand calories a day oh. and in the end when I won in the best condition 
a universe title. I was eating two and a half to 3000 calories a day. It it was, and it was purely because my body was hot because my metabolism was vibrant. So it was purely because my body was in this really um, healthy, fast metabolic state that it was able to burn, um, burn body fat and put on muscle at a far faster, more efficient rate than ever before. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And then, so talk about like, when you say pro-metabolic or when I say pro-metabolic, that, what does that mean to you? Like, what does pro-metabolic mean? Because we hear it in the circuit, but I feel like it's different to everybody. Like you said, there's a bio-individual side of it, but the bottom line is, you know, how, how is your metabolism working to some extent? So what is it to you? What's pro-metabolic to you mean? I think the words pro-metabolic are the most magic words in the world uh, <laughs> because I think that, that everything to us as, as, um, as humans. So pro-metabolic for me means pro-thyroid. And the reason yeah. I say that is that our metabolism is controlled by our thyroid hormones. Mm-hmm. So there is, I mean, there's not a single cell organ system um, part of our bodies that isn't controlled by our metabolism and our metabolism is controlled by our thyroid. It's how fast our cells respire. So being aware of this, so going back and so metabolism and thyroid hormones control our digestive systems, our cognitive processes, our reproductive systems, our skin, how easily we put on fat, how easily we put on muscle, our thought processes, whether we are anxious, whether we sleep well, our libido, everything comes back to our thyroid functioning and how it impacts all of our other hormones. So this becomes like the key to me, pro-metabolic, pro-thyroid, um, has the greatest metabolism is the greatest impact on weight loss, mm-hmm. on health, on longevity, on immune function, on mood. It, there is nothing else that influences all of our functions more than metabolism. Mm-hmm. So pro-metabolic, therefore, to me, means anything and everything that improves our metabolism and our, our, our thyroid hormone conversions. So when we say pro-metabolic, it's not just nutrition, it's pro-metabolic nutrition. There's pro-metabolic exercise, like a metabolic way to exercise for our body, pro-metabolic lifestyle habits, Mm -hmm. sunlight, nature. There's pro-metabolic supplements. There's pro-metabolic environmental factors. Mm -hmm. There's pro-metabolic mindset. And so anything that works to improve our metabolism and our thyroid hormone conversion is what I consider pro-metabolic. So on the opposite hand, we also have anti-metabolic. So they are the nutritional, lifestyle, environmental factors that actually suppress metabolism. So when we want to put this all together, our goal is, and this is where the work of Dr. Ray Pede and 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 many other endocrinologists is absolutely groundbreaking and fascinating. We're looking at all of these factors from nutrition to lifestyle, which work to improve thyroid hormone conversion, which mm-hmm. impacts all our other hormones, our protective hormones and our, uh, our our stress hormones, to work to improve our metabolic rate because fat loss is most effective when metabolism is fast. Yeah, A fast metabolism is the most effective way to improve fat loss and health and, and, and mood. So it all comes back to me, to metabolism. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably talking too much, but no. this was this this was the key to me. So previously, I had um, for most of my life, and I think for most of us, 
we believe that it's calories in or how much we exercise we do that inf- impacts yeah. fat loss in our body, where it's actually our metabolism that has the greatest impact on how much fat we lose and how well we feel in our bodies where we've been so conditioned to think it's all about the food in or what exercise we do, um, where that is only such a small part of it. It is actually how that food impacts our metabolic functions. So pro-metabolic to me is is life. It's uh, it's what's required for a healthy, lean body. It's what is required for focus and good moods. And um, and it's, yeah, the magic words that for all humanity <laughs> might be a little bit might be a little bit extreme but um mm-hmm. I, I suppose for me it's it's been the most liberating life-giving incredible things to actually really be aware of all these factors that actually have the great impact upon our metabolism in our life yeah and what's cool about you that's just a side note here is like when you go to her website and look at all that she offers it's like you get energized, like you go there and you're like, you can almost feel your metabolism increasing just looking at her website because it's like vibrant and there's all these pictures and she's just got all these great tips and just wonderful <laughs> blog posts on anything and everything. So side note there, I'll have that in the show notes for people Thank to you. check that out, but it is, it's energizing to go there. Now, <clears throat> myself too, when, when I went into what you called the anti-metabolic world of like restrict, restrict and car- chronic cardio the symptoms that people like if somebody's new to this listening to pro metabolic and they're mm. like well how do i know that my metabolism's not working or i've done mm. damage to it that metabolic damage what does that look like like for me it was like i lost my cycle for 7 years i don't know if you had any issues with your mm. cycle or you know what else happened like uh, we obviously we were probably cold all the time I think this is actually it's a, it's a really great question, Jodel. I think so many of us today are living in a low metabolic state yes. and don't even realise. Exactly. I think we've become so accustomed to high stress, to darkness, to scrolling through phones, to mm-hmm. exhaustion, to eating quick health foods um, that um, so many of us are have got hormonal issues, have suppressed our metabolism, are living exhausted, are fatigued, we're not sleeping well, we've got problems with our skin, we're bloating, um, reproductively challenged. And uh, and sometimes we don't even, it's become such a way of life that I don't even think people sometimes realise they're in a low metabolic state. Yeah. I, once you've actually can can experience what a healthy metabolism is, then all of a sudden it's the realization of wow, I spent all those years exhausted, fatigued, bloating, moody, irritable, depressed, anxious, um, low, and I, di- I didn't need I didn't need to. Um, so because metabolism does control control everything. But back to your question, what would a low metabolic state look like? I think it even is things such as um, anxiety is linked to low thyroid function. And we're seeing such an increase in people struggling with anxiety and with mood and lack of concentration. Um, Digestion is totally, and our GI system is totally linked to to thyroid function and and metabolism. And we've seen more allergies, more um, bloating, more digestive Mm -hmm. issues um, than, than ever before. Mm-hmm. I think we're seeing at a, in as the greatest point in history more hormonal issues, more P, yeah. more PCOS, more fibroids, more issues with infertility. Uh, our hormone balance is directly related to um, to, to thyroid. When yeah. thyroid is suppressed, estrogen increases, progesterone decreases. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing 
we're going through an era where there's so many chemicals and everything that we use um, and that it's increasing that estrogen load. Um, and women are, it's, it's commonplace for women to experience PMS symptoms or painful periods or um, hugely difficult issues with menopause. It has actually become accepted that this is the way life is. Um, and that's also part of a low thyroid, a low metabolic state. Mm -hmm. But for me, what I see or work with the most is particularly women, because women are more hormonally sensitive, mm -hmm. is struggles with losing weight. Yeah. Because a fast metabolism is the equals fast fat burning. Mm -hmm. And when metabolism is slow, it slows down fat burning or your body holds on to everything that it can. And so I'm seeing all these women who are trying so hard, who are eating really strict low calorie diets, who are exercising so hard yeah. and are not getting anywhere. In fact, they're putting on weight from crazy low calorie diets because it's not about the calories in versus out. It's about your metabolism. Mm -hmm. So when we stop and work towards improving metabolism, we see all these things in our life start to start to come into balance. And I talk to people who say, I didn't even realize feeling good was an option. I didn't even know that I could ever feel this, feel this great. Yeah. So, so probably, I mean, primarily weight is a really big thing for women in our society um, and the impact it has upon um, our emotions and our, our approach to life. And so many people are impacted by their weight because they have suppressed their metabolism from trying so hard to get lean. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I think you nailed it. Like really every issue that we face as far as like our hormones, our immune system, our gut, like it all stems from a proper functioning metabolism. But especially, and like you, the same thing I'm hearing is these women that are like, I'm doing this and this and this and my body won't budge. And so they come into, maybe they find the pro-metabolic way of eating or they find Dr. Pete like you and I did. And they start doing the milk and the orange juice and they start feeling amazing and their adrenals are calming down and their metabolism's improving and their thyroid's improving, but they're not, they're actually maybe putting on weight, which some mm. people will in the circuit says, you know, okay, you got to put on a little bit of weight because yeah. you're, you're, it's going to take some time for your body to respond, but that's really hard for a lot of them. So, because they, that wasn't what they were in it for, you know, they want the mm. health, but they also want the body. Mm, so, of course. you know, of even with your journey, when you first went pro metabolic, did you see, was it just immediately the, your weight came down or did you have a moment where your body's like, hang on a second, you know, like, and put on some weight? Um, so first thing is, we're all different. We're all different, and we yeah. all have different responses to things. And I think sure. part of this process is um, actually learning to understand your body and mm -hmm. and and how you and how you work. Now, for, um, I'm very much aware of pro metabolic coaches who say it's acceptable to put on weight. Yeah. Unfortunately, for my business, in that I coach athletes, if yeah. I was to um, put on weight on somebody, I'd be quickly sacked as a coach. <laughs> and so yeah. it was um, my, my 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 job has always been to help people get into into great shape. Um, and but now it's getting to great shape healthily. Yeah. So I've had to learn to refine that process a lot so that you don't put on weight. And mm -hmm. you, you don't you don't need to put on weight. Good. I think yeah. the weight gain happens when people go full on into yes. it all and throw yeah. everything onto it after <laughs> coming from eating hardly any carbs. The next moment are are, are oh, eating yeah. you know yeah, quarts of juice and quarts of milk and going sure. oh, what's happening? I should be um. So so for me, it's always been a bit of a um, monitored and measured process still. Yeah. Um, 
ultimately, I do think intuitive eating is the most healthy for for our mind and body. Mm-hmm. But often, to, when when working with someone to come from a low metabolic state to making this work. I find I do need to track and measure and monitor a little bit so that we can get the balance right. Yeah. And when I say the balance right, it's about getting the balance of your macronutrients right at, at mm-hmm. every meal. It's about keeping blood sugar levels even. Um, and so I think sometimes some people just throw themselves gun ho into it and um, are eating perhaps way too many carbs and 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 are not and are not balancing that. Ultimately, we do want us to have more carbs than we have have protein, sure. but it's about taking it as a gradual, slow process and adapting with and and letting your body adapt and and mold with it. Yeah. When it happened for me, it was an increase of calories. I, I started from my starting point, which was low, mm-hmm. and um and and changed my nutrition and then gradually worked to increase those calories week after week after week after yeah. week after. But it's not just about the food. And um, I find when I work with some people and they're going, oh, I'm doing is putting on weight and I'm eating what you say. Sometimes it's not just the nutrition. We actually also got to stop and look at um, lifestyle factors. And I find that when many people move to a metabolic approach, it's because they've come from, they've tried so many things. Mm -hmm. As a result of trying so many things, their bodies are actually already a bit stressed and mm-hmm. a bit adrenalized um, and their bodies are already not pro- maybe not processing sugars properly because they haven't had sugars for so long. Yeah. Um, and they're used to working so hard because they works, they want to get these results. So sometimes in my um, programs, I actually not only prescribe nutrition, I prescribe rest time, yeah, journaling time instead of, Instead of um, getting up and doing your 5 a.m. walk, you're going mm. to sit down, we're going to journal and you're going to read and you're going to close your eyes and you're going to do some quiet breathing for 10 minutes. And then when the sun rises, you've got to sit in the sun. So um, often the process, with this, which is a pro-metabolic process, and working with our body is changing not just the nutrition, but going back and looking at all these other factors. And I must say, when you get those factors right, it really does work. Yeah. It's basic physiology. It's this is basic biology. It's basic endocrinology that when our hormones are actually functioning at their optimal state of being, when our thyroid is producing enough thyroid hormones, everything does work. So if someone's putting on weight, we need to stop and look at what are all those other factors? Where is their stress? Because stress is so insidious. Mm -hmm. Well, um, What's your routine with your with the sunlight? What do you do at nighttime? Mm-hmm. What do you do when, when when you wake? What are the thoughts that go through your head? Yeah. And it's unpacking or unpacking all of these. And we can mm-hmm. do that systematically. Mm-hmm. And it's not hard. Yeah. We're not talking about accomplishing incredible feat. We're yeah. talking about getting in tune with our bodies, the world, the environment, slowing down, um, enjoying sunlight on your skin. Mm-hmm. And that's how hormonal synthesis happens when sunlight hits our skin and skin. And that's how ATP energy is created from the sunlight. Um, and it works. And I say time and time again, it doesn't have to be hard. No. In fact, a body in balance is the most beautiful, delicious, enjoyable thing that can possibly exist. Oh, I love that. And I love that you mentioned the part that it's usually not sp- supposed to be that you have to put on weight because I like you, when no. I work with clients, I'm like, you, you might have put on weight, but there's other factors involved because you don't really have to when you switch to more of a pro-metabolic because your metabolism can respond right away. But I do appreciate that there has to be a gradual approach because you can't go from like keto 
diet yes, exactly. to nothing but orange juice and milk absolutely. and expect to look amazing, you know, <laughs> so there's going to be a little transition, which people forget about because they're all or nothing. Sometimes they're like, okay, now yes. I'm all in. And so yes. we do need sometimes that coaching process of let's transition. Let's just add in a little bit at a time. So just like your body didn't turn fat overnight, we can actually reverse it. So not overnight, mm. it's going to take a little bit longer. So yeah. Yeah. And it can take longer. But you don't need to, I do not believe, and I have, have rarely seen people put on weight when we pay attention to what our body needs and we right. pay attention to how we, our body and our mind live and interact with the world around us and with mm -hmm. the people around us and with the food that we eat and with our sleep routines. And when we combine all, all of this together, um, it doesn't have to be hard and our body does respond and we don't need to put on weight with that at all. Perfect. Now, why is weight training where it's at? Like, I know the answer to this, but when it comes to building <laughs> a better body, as opposed to doing cardio, since you said you got to the point where you didn't really do cardio, which many women are programmed. I know you mentioned we're programmed earlier. Yeah. And like, it's, it is as if we've been, um, we've got to undo the programming. So it's like wiping totally. your computers green, yep. or your whole yep. system clean and going back <laughs> to default because we have been programmed to think that cardio yeah. is where it's at, but it's not. So tell me about that. No, first of all, I'll talk about about cardio. So when I say I'm not I'm not a proponent of cardio anymore at all, but that doesn't mean I don't enjoy walking um, on the beach or going for a bush walk or yeah. walking into the out into the park. And um, most mornings when the sun rises, I'm, I'm in the park across the road. Wonderful. But what I mean by cardio, it's not I've got to keep my heart rate at this particular point. Yeah. I've got five more minutes to go. I don't, stress, I've got to keep on going. Stress, I can't stop. It's, so th that so that's what I refer to. It's not like I've got to fit in four cardio sessions this morning and I've got to do it right now. It's not the must do, hard work, the exhausting. Um, so when I when I do cardio now, it's not cardio. It's enjoyable movement um, and it's getting sunlight and 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 walking in nature, which has a totally different metabolic effect on our body to exhausting or excessive cardio so that's probably what i make the, dif the difference between is um seeing somebody on the treadmill pumping it out uh, uh, sweat pouring off that's exhausting and excessive and suppresses thyroid functioning which is just going to work against everything mm. that we're trying to achieve they've actually found there's some fascinating science um and the scientists are even saying we don't know how or why but when we walk in nature, it actually upregulates thyroid functioning, suppresses cortisol, improves cognitive functioning, and there's all these incredible hormonal processes that come from actually being in in nature. Mm -hmm. So it's a it's a beautiful thing. So get off the treadmill, get yeah. outside, and 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 enjoy this and enjoy the sunlight. You'll actually your body will be better for it. Yeah. So that's my my just my little bit on on cardio. But weight, if you want to change your body, then weight training is where it's at. Yeah. Weight training also, the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn at rest. Mm -hmm. So the more muscle we have. So if I'm sitting here talking to two women, both the same age, both the same weight, but one's got more muscle, they're going to be burning more calories right now, this second, every hour, yeah. and, and therefore are able to eat a higher calorie diet because their body requires more calories to maintain it. Mm -hmm. So muscle is the most metabolically active tissue. So the more muscle we have, the more um, active, more ATP we produce, the more energy we produce, and the more active our body is. Muscle is the only thing that's going to put tone and firmness 
and shaped your body. Mm-hmm. So if we, and you know, you don't have to necessarily be pumping weights at the gym. You can be, you can be grabbing some bands. You can be moving things around the house. You can be um, doing push-ups, sit-ups, squats, anything, even walking up a hill, anything that adds resistance to your muscle will actually work better for you than doing a boot camp or a pump class. So, um, and when we talk about weight, weight training, um, my weight training changed consistently uh, and deliberately when I won my pro card to became more focused on compound moves, exercises that deliver bang for your buck. And, and I guess probably the key part was recovery. So not pushing myself when I was tired, um, making sure when I was at the gym, I was breathing through my nose, not my mouth. Mm-hmm. It was about ensuring you know, adequate oxygen and carbon dioxide levels throughout my body. It was rest between sets mm-hmm. and properly fueling my body. Never again training in a fasted state. All that is is catabolic right. and is going yes. to break down muscle and is going to give you everything you don't want <laughs> and no results. Yeah. Um, and so focusing on the on nutrition to build muscle and to recover, um, and sometimes even reducing the number. I see a lot of women training, you know, five, six, seven days a week, as well as doing cardio, are just not giving their bodies time to recover, right. to build, to rest, and to repair. And again, it doesn't have to be hard or or, 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 or scientific. We want to stress our muscles. Um, we want to give our bodies time to repair, take breaks between your sets, um, breathe properly, focus on good form, don't rush or don't or, or don't do anything. Really simple. And in fact, it's not hard, and, oh. which is the amazing thing. We try to complicate many of our training programs and we complicate the way we do things. It actually is really simple mm-hmm. when you take care of yourself. When your metabolism is good, your thyroid is functioning well, your body's producing um, the progesterone and lower amounts of estrogen, your body will very happily put on muscle where you want it to go. Um, And sometimes then when I'm trying, we've been working with women and I've seen metabolism just start to soar. And I've had some incredible 50 and 60 year old women who we have got to eating four and a half thousand calories a day. And they're these leanest bodies with chiseled muscle. And then we've had to get very, very specific about our our weight training because everything they do works, everything. So if they do a week of really intense shoulder training, their shoulders are popping, um, these deltoids. If they're doing lots and lots of leg training, they're getting these roots. So we have to be very intentional then Mm -hmm. because everything works. Oh, wow. And so often we see women at the gym who've been there years after years doing the same thing and nothing changes. Mm -hmm. So if nothing is changing, you've got to look at that and go, why and what do I need to fix? Because we we should get results from the work that we put into to what we do. Oh, I love that so much. And I had to pull out the nugget of where you were like enjoyable <laughs> movement because so many women feel it's a have to. It doesn't have to be a yeah. have to. And especially like well said. even Dr. Pete, when I asked him about exercise one time, he didn't mention a word of exercise. He goes, chopping wood is a really great way when you're outside like he goes into chopping Lovely. wood and yeah. he didn't mention a word about you should do this or you should do that he just started talking about chopping wood and I'm like chopping mm. wood is probably an excellent workout because most guys that would do that and women could really enjoy themselves doing that I'm so sorry. yeah it, it can be enjoyable it doesn't have to be that's right 
totally. like you said, it doesn't have to be hard either. I think you should that's make right. a shirt that said it doesn't have to be hard because I've heard you say it several <laughs> yeah, times. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Absolutely. And I just, I just want to be careful of my anti-cardio stance. Movement is essential to life. Sure. Our bodies were our bodies were made to move. We 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 need to move, but we don't need to make that movement stressful um, right. or exhausting or excessive. Um, right. We should be outdoor outdoors. We should yeah. be doing natural things. We shouldn't be sitting behind a desk all day long. Um, so whatever that movement, you know, we should be playing with our children or mm-hmm. or throwing a frisbee or yeah. walking on a beach or we, you know, throwing a stick to our dog or, or chopping mm-hmm. wood. Yeah. Our bodies, our bodies need to move. Yeah. Um, and then when we don't, if we have a day job and we don't have the capacity to move, then yeah, weight, weight training plays a part. And I guess for me, as um, figure competing was one of my primary sports, then um, building muscle was also very an essential component of that. So, 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 pl- so planning that in, but enjoyable movement is the essence of, is the essence of life and what we need to do and be. Yes, I love that. And yeah, I'm not an anti-cardio person. In fact, my favorite form of enjoyable movement is paddleboarding, which if you want to go a good long strength training. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I mean, you can get your heart rate up if you really, if I want to go for a long distance, it can be an endurance training session, you know, so but I enjoy it. It's nothing that yes. while I'm doing it, I'm looking at some sort of Fitbit or something because I don't wear those and go, oh, how many calories am I burning? I can't stop until I go for an hour and 20 minutes or whatever. I just go. And when I'm yeah, done, I lovely. stop. And yeah, my body lovely. loves that because it takes the stress out of me. It doesn't put more stress in me. And I think that's that enjoyable movement you're talking about is yeah. do stuff that moves your body but also has purpose and meaning and makes you feel good. And it isn't another stressor because the world has too many stressors for us. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And that's probably why you've got those beautiful deltoids from all those paddle, paddle boarding. <laughs> I'm <laughs> working on movement. them. <laughs> and that's the thing too, is like I work with, as I'm sure you do with my clients is like accepting where we are right now. Like, mm-hmm. even if you don't like your body where it is, you can accept that if this is as good as it gets, can I be okay with it while still simultaneously going, I can work on these things while I'm accepting my body where it is. I still am, am nice enough to my body to go, however, I'm going to try these new things just to see if I can elicit some more results. But the mindset is really important. And I know that's something that you've mentioned in a lot of things that I've read on blogs and things like that. So talk about the mindset a little bit. Uh, um. Uh, as you probably know, I also work as a I also work as a therapist. So I do two yeah. days a week doing um, tra- trauma therapy and um, and doing some work as an RTT therapist with with people in their mindset. And it just goes absolutely amazing with uh, my metabolic work because there is a mind body connection. And this is something I wish I wish everybody was aware. So a thought creates an emotion which elicits a hormone, which creates a, which is a, it creates a chemical reaction, probably the other way around thought, emotion, chemical reaction, hormone. So therefore we have this mind body connection. Mm -hmm. So for example, I'm thinking, Oh, I'm really stressed. I've got so much to do. I don't know how I'm going to get it done. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. My thought, um, my then emotion is stress. So then my body starts releasing cortisol, which is a stress hormone. And then the chemical response to cortisol, if I don't relax and bring myself back down, is fat storage, thyroid suppressing, um, uh, affecting estrogen levels and, and all these things all started from a thought. 
Mm-hmm. Or it can work the uh, work the other way around our mind body connection. I can think, oh, I'm so excited about the work that I'm doing at the moment. I'm, I'm getting such great results. I'm doing really, really well. So that's my thought. So then the emotion I have is this excitement emotion and this purpose and meaningful. And that's then that emotion creates a hormone of dopamine, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Dopamine is linked to upregulating thyroid functionings and metabolic processes and energy. So the negative thought of feeling overwhelmed and stress ends up um, physiologically storing fat and mm. suppressing metabolism. Mm-hmm. Whereas the thought, oh, I'm so excited about what I'm doing at the moment, everything's going so great, can end up being um, thyroid um, promoting and wow. energy producing. Yeah. So out there is a mind-body connection and I find that absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. What we think does create chemical reactions which can create hormones which affect our physiology, which affects our metabolism, which affects everything what we do. So our thoughts can affect our mood, can affect our thoughts can affect um, our, everything that everything that we do. Our thoughts affect whether we even can burn fat or, or we actually put on fat. And I think our thinking is actually one of the most metabolic things we can do we can do for our body because mm-hmm. of the chemical reactions that occur as a result of the particular thoughts that we think. Mm-hmm. Now, we can control our thinking um, and we can control our thoughts. For some people, it's a lot, a lot harder. We do know that when stress is high or cortisol is high, it suppresses our resilience to cortisol and it makes all of that thinking process a, a, a lot harder, which mm-hmm. is sometimes when the very first week of working with somebody, the very first thing I do is we cut back on all exercise and we spend a lot of time with um, our thought processes, um, our uh, our affirmations. What do I think about myself and capturing any of those limiting negative beliefs and, and, and stopping them right there and then because they create stress and we're wanting to bring ourselves bring ourself out of that mode. So our thought processes actually have a significant impact upon our physiology and on and upon our weight loss. And I've seen that years in practice where I've seen a woman come in who's got so many things working right for her body but can't lose weight because her self-talk is, I'm not good enough, it will never mm-hmm. happen, my, the, my family genetics are bad, um, I've always been this way. And so she's just convincing her body and herself that it's never going to happen. Yeah. Where I've actually sometimes seen many, many women who I adore who actually are probably not doing many great things right, but they believe in themselves right. and they think that they think they're great and they're rolling through the punches and and <laughs> and, and 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 God bless them, they're getting great results. Yeah. Um and I think our, our so much starts from up here and mm-hmm. how we talk to ourselves. And I even think, and I talk to people about being very aware of the first words you say to yourself when you wake to start the day, Mm -hmm. because that's going to dictate how the day goes. Um, Is that going to be, oh, do I have to get up out of bed? Oh, another day. Oh, what am I going to eat? Or is it going to be, I'm going to have a great day today. This is, and we set the scene for everything falling in place. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think the thoughts we think are very, very powerful. I often say that success on the outside starts on the inside. Yeah. So before we even see success out there, it's got to got to start up here. And the other thing I often refer to, and I don't know, I don't know who, where, which philosopher this came from, but the thought that um, all things are created twice um, in in reality, but the first place it's created is in your mind. Mm. And when you think about 
anything that's ever been created in the in the world from architecture to um, unique bodies to dreams and projects it's all started in someone's mind so everything is created twice but it starts in your mind first so until you can see it and believe it and own it or be part of that process in your thinking it's not going to manifest in your physical body I think it's a really that's a really important part. And sometimes when you're working with women who never really have felt great in their body, that's really hard changing some of those beliefs because years and years of not achieving the success they set out to achieve has created a belief that it's never going to happen. Yeah. Um, and so it's a really hard process to actually actually break. But that's actually where we need to start the work first is um, how we think about ourselves. Oh, if I could stand up and applaud right now, I would. <laughs> was like so good. And and you're so right. And that a side note that I want to mention is like the voices that we hear that are sometimes these negative, like self-critical voice. It's not really you. Like it's not you because if you knew you and if you really know yourself, you know that you would never say some of these things to yourself. So decipher whose voice it is. Is it a parent that told you certain mm. things about your mm. body wasn't perfect? Was it kids at school that you're hearing over and over? Was it a boyfriend? Was it a girlfriend? Like, did somebody, is this the voice that you're hearing that you think is yours, but it's actually somebody else's? And how would you talk to yourself if you could get rid of that voice? So that's one thing yes. I to say. And then the other thing I wanted to say is I think you're a Wayne Dyer fan because you ah. sound like if, <laughs> if you change the, yeah, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And so when Beautiful like what you said. were yeah, what he said he said that. That's not my quote, that's Wayne Dyer. But like it's when you look at your body in a way that you're like, I'm doing all the right things, I'm taking all the right measures, I'm making these steps happen, I believe in myself, you're gonna see change just in your own even perception of yourself. You're going to have a better Absolutely. outlook and then the body will follow suit too. Absolutely. You are, you are so spot on. And I think, I mean, I've been obviously in this industry for, for, for a long, a long time, but yeah, you know, 20, 30 years ago, we thought that thinking and subconscious mind, our thought process was all a bit Pollyanna and um, for the hippies. Yeah. Um, neuroscience has come a long way now and yeah. we're seeing, um, you know, even Joe Dispenza and a lot, and um, a lot of, a lot of work now being done on actually understanding that the subconscious mind and the thoughts that we think really do dictate our physiology. So that mm -hmm. mind body connection again, um, and now science is starting to actually prove the, you know, the placebo effect and all the benefits from, and what we think actually does play actually does play out in life. Yeah. So yeah, you're a hundred percent what in, in, in what you say there. Oh, I love it. Well, so are you. So I I haven't had you have a brand new publication called the Pro Metabolic Blueprint, and I haven't had a privilege of reading through the entire thing. But what I've looked at so far, it's brilliant, and it's just what we need in this time of like what we're talking about. These women that are like, I got the health dialed in, but where's yeah. my body coming in at? I mean, you even have a plan in there laid out, which is really brilliant. But I love that when you look at it, you have this approach of like, if people are just wanting to achieve overall better metabolism, here's this, but here's some tips for those of you looking to cut and see the results with fat loss. So let's go into a few of those tips, if you don't mind sharing, like when you cut- what yeah. is some strategies that women who are like, I'm, I'm dialing this in, but I need some more tips to really see my muscles and see my striations and stuff like that. So, okay. So, so from a, a um, body composition perspective, perspective, yeah. 
the greatest results happen when you're actually starting from a high metabolic place. That's yeah. when we can actually cut most effectively. So um, I will never even go there with cutting an athlete unless their metabolism is fast. Mm-hmm. If someone comes to me at a late stage, I'm doing a competition in two months and my metabolism is slow, I say we're not going to be able to go there. So number one, we must start from a high metabolic place and then we can make the most effective cuts. Okay. But in the process of getting to a high metabolic place, I often find many people's bodies start to dial in along the way because everything is working more efficiently. Um, their, their digestion is efficient, their fat, their energy production is high, their body's utilization of their calories. So a lot of people will actually get into great shape in the process of improving metabolism. But if we want to go, okay, I need to go, I, I need to dial in harder and dial in faster. One of my favorite tricks is actually replacing my starches with simple sugars. So going mm. from complex carbs to, to, to simple carbs. So I'm not an, at all anymore an advocate for no carbs, low carbs. Right. All that does is, <laughs> is suppress metabolism and set you up to fail, yeah. set you up to rebound. Um, any deprivation results in dysfunctional uh, food patterns. Mm-hmm. So if we want to dial in, we still keep a high carb diet, but we change our carb sources. So sometimes that last week or we do a few days where I will increase the simple sugars, the natural, clean, delicious, um, healthy, simple sugars, such as our our ripe tropical fruit, raw honey, dairy products, um, and and reduce rice, potatoes, uh, sourdough, um, as the simple sugars are far more of a metabolic stimulator um, than Mm -hmm. your your complex carbs. Mm -hmm. Um, As we know, uh, simple sugars are a, a sucrose, which is a disaccharide made of both fructose and glucose. Now, the wonderful things about simple sugars, which increase metabolism um, exponentially, is that the fructose in a disaccharide is able to enter, as you know, is able to enter the cell without the need of insulin. So your your piece of watermelon or your orange juice is able to, uh, the sucrose is a fructose, enables that to enter the cell with the potassium. The glucose gives you instant energy. And so when you've got that into your cell, what that's doing is increasing your thyroid hormone conversion. Mm-hmm. So T4 to T3 is happening at a faster rate. So um, therefore you're increasing metabolism. So you're burning fat quicker. So the simple sugars are the most powerful metabolic stimulator that we can possibly have. Mm-hmm. When I'm wanting to dial it in, I actually start eating more meals a day mm-hmm. to keep my metabolism going because simple sugars are digested quicker as well. So if you leave it too long, we sometimes risk um, blood sugar level maybe dropping and getting having some adrenaline or cortisol. So lots, so not cutting calories, but lots of frequent meals mm-hmm. that are balanced throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Keeping blood sugar level balance is an absolute key. Um, so if, to do that is just ensuring that every carb you have is balanced with the protein and a fat, um, and keeping that keeping your blood sugar levels and even really really. really even Mm. now this one is odd but when i'm wanting to dial it in prioritizing sleep our body burns more fat in the rem stages of sleep than it actually does when we're when we're up and Mm -hmm. if we're wanting to recover we need that sleep to recover so actually prioritizing more sleep is actually a strategy in a cut week than it is actually which is which is and goes against everything that we thought (laughs) that we should do so eating more simple sugars um increasing uh, coconut oil coconut oil is very thermogenic mm-hmm. so to cut i wanting to do everything i can to increase my heat production so my body is just um is burning fat at this really high rate so simple sugars saturated fat um, more sleep 
salt is very thermogenic. So all, all meals, all meals are salted. Um, and, and so that probably just some of the key things I use at a, at a cutting phase. Oh, awesome. Like uh, this is so not mainstream. So the, the bodybuilders <laughs> listening to this are like, what did she just say? Like, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to eat dairy on cut week. Like, yeah. So that's really cool. Now outside of nutrition and exercise, cause we talked about that. What are some lifestyle tips that cut the fat? Like that are really going to dial it in for people. Yeah, this is a great. I'm so glad you asked me to talk about this because as I was saying before, I I have now, I, I used to think it was just my calories and the exercise to, to get me into shape. Now I know that is only actually one portion of it. A pro, we, what our ultimate goal is for our metabolism to be fast mm-hmm. and healthy. When your metabolism is fast and healthy, fat, it favors fat loss. Fast metabolism favors fat loss every every day. So what are all the things we can do to get our metabolism fast? Yes, we can eat pro-metabolic nutrition, which is and avoid anti-metabolic nutrition poofers. Um, so <laughs> we want to get our metabolism faster than nutrition, but our lifestyle and environmental factors play a huge role in metabolism. Sometimes I wonder if maybe even more than nutrition. I so first, and so we're looking at stress, and that's probably a we probably, we probably could do a whole podcast on stress on on its own as what actually is stress, and it's a it's a lot more than just being stressed out. It's um, stress is lack of sunlight, lack of sleep, it's um, tension at work, it's feeling too busy, it's mm-hmm. not having fun, not engaging in anything that you enjoy in your life mm-hmm. actually increases stress. It's conflict in relationships or not being able to express your emotions. Stress is suppressed emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, stress is not is not having a, a, a purpose or feeling meaningful or feeling worthy. Stress is um, un, unresolved trauma. There's, a, there's so many things that stress is in our life. Stress increases cortisol, increases estrogen, suppresses thyroid functioning, and uh, stress. I, I then I even think a huge part of this. I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, so going back to some of the things which also increase, increases stress, mm. I just want to quickly talk about is our rhythm of our life. Yeah. Um, so when I talk about that, I'm talking about how we access sunlight and what our sleep routines are like and what we do at nighttime. Mm-hmm. So we now know that, and this is also part of Dr. Ray Pete's work as well as many endocrinologists, that darkness is a stress, that bright lights at nighttime are a stress on our body. Mm-hmm. That lack of sunlight causes a progesterone deficiency. Um, that lack of sunlight um, suppresses thyroid functioning and increases cortisol. That darkness um, increases cortisol. And we've become a society where we're staying up, re- most people stay up really late at night, scrolling through phones with these bright lights emitting or big lights above them. Um, and then us either sleeping in or not getting outside and getting morning sunlight. Yeah. Um, this is actually really huge and has an, it may, I think, I don't know if probably many people might be aware of Dr. Huberman's podcast. Mm-hmm. And he Dr. talks Huberman. a lot about the importance of sunlight and the, and, and the retina of, of your eye. It creates your circadian rhythms mm-hmm. um, when we get sunlight in the morning and sunlight on our skin. It's the sunlight that and sunlight on our skin, it controls hormonal synthesis. So it helps our body create more progesterone, which helps us be more resilient to stress and uh, and has all those beautiful things that progesterone does. Um, it's uh, And so we're staying up late at night. We're increasing our cortisol. We're out of sync with our circadian rhythms and our, and our sleep patterns. So one of the very first things I ever talk to people about and in any of the books I've ever written is actually getting in tune with your body rhythm and the rhythm mm-hmm. of the world around you. Yeah. 
Now I'm really lucky. I live in Australia. <laughs> so we have some we have sunshine all the time and Aww. we can wake up and we've got good rhythms. And so I know that's actually not always the case for people in, you know, in the Netherlands or in, you know, in, in other parts of the world. And um, so then, yeah, red light therapy can actually be really useful yeah. for helping regulate. And I think you are an expert on um, red light therapy from <laughs> listening to all the amazing information you've shared over the years. Um, and going on to stresses at nighttime, I'm a huge advocate for, um, uh, for, for, um, blocking the blue light for wearing yeah. orange glasses mm-hmm. for candle lights for people with really suppressed metabolism um avoiding da- avoiding white lights putting candles on at night time mm-hmm. and being aware of your lighting ar- around you getting up with the sunlight getting sunlight immediately upon upon your skin so that's probably one of the first strategies is getting in rhythm mm-hmm. so rhythm not only mean rhythm with your sleep rhythm with the sun but rhythm with your nutrition and eating Mm-hmm. eat when you wake and i find the more regular we can get our bodies the greater our results so regular eating times yeah. regular wake and sleep times yeah. um regular sunlight exposure um and our body starts to adapt to some some of that as well yeah. uh stress so stress is probably the number one cause for suppressing metabolism yeah. we want a fast metabolism so we've got to look at where that stress comes from we'll probably go into more details about stress another day but <laughs> I think there's a lot of people that are actually sit with a lot of emotional stress today in today's world. Um, and we haven't been taught how to express that. Uh, there are people that are sit with a lot of limiting beliefs and thought processes, which cause stress. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to know how to affirm ourselves and how to um, have faith and believe in ourselves. We need to know how to, how to, 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 to manage conflict and how to deal with uh resentment and pain and anger and betrayal mm-hmm. as that all will work that all works against us and impacts some of those things oh. so that's just like a, just, just just a few and I probably could talk all day and and if you give me the green light I'll keep on going <laughs> well I'm definitely going to have to have you back because you're right we should do a whole podcast on stress what it does to the metabolism how to reverse this the effects of stress on the system even you know, even as far as like people who are caregivers and you can't change that stress, but you can yeah. help your body adapt better to Absolutely. the stress that you're under. So Absolutely. that could be a whole nother thing. Cause I would love yeah. to have this conversation again. You're so easy to talk. Yeah. To <laughs> can I add one thing about that? Yeah, um, yeah. It, it is that um, one of the uh, key factors that I often use and work with people and with myself is I think so many of us operate on such a high stress level. Sometimes we're not even aware that we are constantly in a high stressed state. Mm-hmm. There's been some fascinating research that shows is just, you, you can only take 10 minutes to induce a relaxation response, mm-hmm. which will lower cortisol. Um, and so it's about becoming in tune with yourself. And I talk to people about every day, just popping one of these strategies in to induce a relaxation response. Yeah. Once the relaxation response is induced um, and you're operating from your parasympathetic nervous system, your cortisol levels are going to reduce and your mm-hmm. thyroid's going to become upregulated again. So some people, they need more than 10 minutes to induce a relaxation response, but mm-hmm. we want to break that pump body pumping out this high level cortisol all the time. So it can be things such as 10 minutes of just quiet breath work of in, of breathing through our nose as not, not nasal breathing is connected with your parasympathetic nervous system. It can be 10 minutes of listening to a meditation or mm-hmm. listening to a recorded um, self-hypnosis. It can be 10 minutes of just sitting in the sunlight and closing mm-hmm. your eyes and feeling the warmth of the sun on your body. Yeah. It can be 10 minutes coloring in um, and just calming your body and, um, and, quietly, and quietly coloring in. 
So there are a lot of strategies we can use, but it's really important on a regular basis to take Mm. some time out to get your body to just relax, Mm. whatever that takes for you. And everybody is different and you've got to work out what is it for me that I can feel my body recentering, my breathing calming down, as that is actually essential for all metabolic processes as well. So I think that we have become a little bit out of touch with ourselves um, and what it actually means to relax and to have fun and to feel happy and to feel calm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not getting all hippie on us, (laughs) uh, but it actually is an essential part of suppressing cortisol, um, enabling progesterone to, because when cortisol is high, progesterone is low, which creates that estrogen dominant state. Estrogen dominant state is a low thyroid state. A low thyroid state is a fat storing, um, low energy, uh, exhausting and depressing state. So anything we can do that helps reduce that cortisol to increase these other protective hormones is going to be beautiful for us. I 100% agree. And I I couldn't tell people what I do, which is what I call water therapy. Like I always go out and find a river or a creek yeah. or a lake because I live in the yes. Midwest. But when I'm at the beach, it's you can you can think of it in terms yeah. of like when people go on vacation, they actually come back lighter and leaner. Yeah. Is it yes. really that you got rid of the stress or is it that you, you sometimes they spend it in water and I just challenge anybody to go spend time in water and tell me that you don't feel leaner after a couple of days, like Absolutely. be in water, be in the ocean, be in a river and, and be grounded and earthed to the earth and tell me that you don't feel leaner. And then if you make that a regular practice, I always feel my leanest when I spend the most time in water. So uh, I'm jumping on the inside <laughs> hearing you say that and I miss, I miss, I miss grounding is one of the most essential yeah. ways, you know, bare feet on the grass, gardening, yeah. picking flowers, yeah. but water is, water is amazing. Um, is amazing. And in my work with my, with my trauma clients, water probably is actually one of the most essential um, aspects of healing for people. Mm. And um, if you've done the research about the impact of negative ions around water, yeah. particularly around rivers, waterfalls and lakes, yeah. and what the negative ions do for your mood, for your metabolic functions, for your cognitive functions for your um taking you from a stress state to a using your parasympathetic nervous system water is the most influential way of actually calming the body so you are so on point with that well we're doing this again because you and i are like (laughs) this right i want people to know about your metabolic uh, blueprint so tell them how they can find that and i'm going to have a code for them to use that you've been generous enough to share too but tell us about that and where they can find that Oh, thank you. Um, I've been working this for a long time. As you probably know, I've uh, created a number of meal plans to help people with um, choosing the right nutritional approach. Mm-hmm. But what if, what the metabolic blueprint is, is I've called it 100 plus solutions. So yeah. it is the not only the nutritional solutions, what are the metabolic lifestyle solutions? You know, such grounding, sunlight, sleep mm-hmm. routines. What are the exercise solutions that increase metabolism? And our exercise solutions are yeah, recovery, you know, um, training in the afternoon, how we nutrition, um, weight training, enjoyable movement. What are the mindset solutions that increase metabolism? And there are some of the things such as relaxation responses and the, the thought processes. What are the supplement solutions as there are Epsom salts and magnesium um, and there's um, salt, caffeine. What and how can we use supplements um, in a natural way to improve metabolism? So there are all the solutions to improve metabolism. So sometimes it's just an easy snapshot to go to actually grab what are the things I can do that are going to improve my metabolic health. 
Because let's remember that fat loss favors a fast metabolism. Great health favors a fast metabolism. Great mood and energy favors a fast metabolism. I think, as I said at the very beginning, pro-metabolic, I think, are the magic words for all of our existence because when our metabolism is healthy and functioning well, everything about us works well. Yeah. And so, yeah, so it's 100, the metabolic blueprint is 100 plus solutions of of research-based, science-based, evidence-based, experience-based solutions and strategies that will improve metabolic health. Oh, awesome. And tell them the name of your website. Where can they find you? Uh, thank you. Yes. Um, so um, I'm. it's um, Pro Metabolic Life, quite mm-hmm. simple. So yeah. www.prometaboliclife. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. One last question and I'll let you go. It's my favorite question uh, or my favorite quote from Audrey Hepburn, which is, I believe that every day should have one exquisite moment in it. So uh, Cheryl, I would like to know what uh, your exquisite moment is today. Uh, that's, that's beautiful. I, I absolutely love that question, um, Jodell. And I'm going to have it. I call them magic moments um, uh, <laughs> that I have a, a journal beside my bed. And every night I write out my magic moments from my day. Um, and I think it's one of the most um, beautiful ways of during the day, keeping your mind focused on mm-hmm. what those magic moments Life's actually not about the big things. That what the the beautiful things in life are actually all the little interactions with people. The sure. you know the the flower that I saw blossom, holding a warm coffee in my hand, mm. the warm shower on my skin, smiling at a random person on on the streets. These are the magic moments that actually create life. Life is about happy small moments all tied together, not one not one big success. Um, and I've been very blessed in that I'm a, I I see the good in, in everything in everything around me, but that also probably could also be could be could be trained and, and learnt to. So I find magic beautiful moments around me around me every day. I find your smile is beautiful. Our interaction today has been has been lovely. Thinking about um, metabolism is magic. I love holding a warm cup of coffee and feeling the warmth of my hand. Amen. And I think this is just beautiful. <laughs> I live in Australia and we have blue skies and we have birds chirping. And I sit out on a deck and every day I sit there and just think, this is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not overlooking any any magnificent million dollar view, but it's a blue sky. And um, to me, it's always, the sky is always magic. And I, I look back over my phone and I think I've got like a thousand videos of the same blue sky because oh. every time I find, oh, that's, that, that's, that's magic. Hearing my children's voice say, love you, mom. That's oh, magic. Yeah. Um, uh, and so I think that uh, if we look, we're actually surrounded by magic moments where, wherever we are in this existence and, and this era where we live. Life really can be beautiful when we look to find it. Oh, my goodness. That was so brilliant. And I I think I'm going to have to come to Australia to see you uh, because <laughs> I, my daughter is learning to play the didgeridoo and she actually plays it oh. quite well, which is an Aboriginal oh. instrument. And she chose that. And so, yeah, well, wow. she always has a plan to go to Australia someday. But now I have wow. somebody to come visit when I go there. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, no, that's and, great. And, and Jodell, what is yeah. your magic moment for today? Oh, my magic moment for today. I'm going to say that I went for a walk this morning and and Mm. watched, tried to watch the sun come up. There were a lot of clouds, but it was coming up. So we didn't get to see all of it, but it was, it was coming up. And I do a little tapping, like an EFT, like tapping, tapping. emotional freedom. Mm. And I do that while I'm walking because I can work through anything that I'm trying to 
processing and it really helps uh, you dissolve uh, things that you're kind of holding on to. And sometimes I, I just crying yes. therapy with it where I'll cry uh, with it and process emotions that way. So I, I, again, another, yeah, another conversation uh, for us another day, but yeah. I have found EFT to be the most effective with um, even with a lot of the clients and therapy clients that I work yeah. with women who are trying to lose weight to get in touch with their emotions and actually what is going to express it and to, and to release it. And, um, and it is, it is the number one for me strategy for for reducing someone's high intensity negative emotions and and, and bringing it down uh and and for seeing that's around it's it's absolutely beautiful and precious technique so love to talk to you about eft tapping another time yeah well and i think my exquisite moment was this one with you like this is oh, so much fun so thank you <laughs> well i'll let you, you go know. for now and thank you so much this is awesome and you're awesome and we'll keep it going we're going to do this again absolutely thanks jodell it's been wonderful I want to assist you on your health journey. I want to unlock your potential and help you become the best version of yourself. If your sleep is off, if your stress eating is high, if your energy is low and your gut is irritated, I would love to help you repair, relax, rest, and reignite your passions for life. I offer nutrition therapy and lifestyle coaching worldwide via Zoom, FaceTime, or Google Meet, and I believe in your bio-individual needs. No two persons need the same protocol. So as a nutrition detective, I will ask you a slew of questions to get to the why of your health conditions and provide solutions, tips, recommendations to fit your unique needs and your lifestyle. So if you're ready to get fit with Jodell, just give me an email quickly. It's getfitwithjodell at gmail.com. You can find that in the link to the show notes. And let's get you on the path to feeling your most optimal self. Are you experiencing hair loss, hair thinning, hair shedding? What do all these have in common too? This is important to know. It could be your thyroid or even a gut dysbiosis where you aren't absorbing your minerals and your vitamins. And so while you definitely need to address it from the inside first, and I'd love to help you with that too, as I specialize in thyroid issues, you can also start using a really great line of natural hair care products from a company that I love called Buffalo Gal. Now, while you always want to go to the gut first, you can definitely have these products on hand because these are formulated with ingredients that actually work from the scalp level and with things like MSM and hyaluronic acid you're going to get results using products uh, that actually have medicinal purposes in them at the topical level so their MSM shampoo bar lathers so well when I use it and it gives me body and versatility in my hair because I could go straight, I can go curly, but it also gives me a really clean scalp and their hyaluronic conditioning bar, it detangles my hair, which my hair is really long and really thick, so it gets really tangly. It keeps my curls in place and I can't say enough about their sea salt hairspray. It comes in a glass bottle. Oh my gosh, like what company makes a glass bottle hairspray? And it also gives you that kind of beachy, tousled sea salt in your hair look, which I love. They only use ingredients that are 100% safe, all natural, organic, centering around their artisanal multi-species grass-fed tallow. They use a lot of this buffalo and beef tallow in their products, and every single ingredient has a specific and important healing role in their formulation. So I love that because while you definitely want to go at it from a gut level and a thyroid level, you also want to go at it topically with ingredients that actually do something in the scalp. So 
you can get yours at the link provided in the show notes with Buffalo Gal Grass Fed. And you're going to use my code, Jodell, J-O-D-E-L-L-E, to get 15% off your purchase of their shampoo bar, their conditioning bar, the sea salt spray. They've got skincare, really great products that I know you're going to love and your body's definitely going to benefit from.